This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. In August 2019, two young nubile podcasters drove into the woods outside Seattle to record a camping episode. They were outside of cellular data range for upwards of 18 hours. Analysis of the campsite indicates that someone, or something, consumed a quantity of peanut M&Ms and Cool Ranch Doritos far beyond what two normal humans, no matter how youthful and attractive, could consume in a day. The following tape recovered from the site documents the unbearably sexy podcaster's harrowing one-day journey into the Mount Baker-Snoqualmie National Forest. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we go to the woods, <laughs> meet a bear, and you can meet him too, because we're going to interview him. <laughs> uh, we're, we're taking a, a real hard turn here in the podcast. We're going to <laughs> animal journalism. Yes. Is animal journalism a style? <laughs> is it like animal style? Is like animal fries? Animal style fries? No, Only journalism? No, it was more like the, the drumming Muppet. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, so... so <laughs> It's like it's like animal the drumming like muppet, a- muppet muppet muppet, <laughs> but cooked cooked in mustard. Is that what animal style is? <laughs> no. Basically, we basted ourselves with mustard, and now we're recording. Actually, no. Molly forgot the mustard. What? That's true. I did forget the mustard. So what we're doing is we are actually recording this uh, sitting at a picnic table at a campsite. At an undisclosed location. Uh, at an undisclosed location. But we really are at a campsite. We are in the woods um, by a river. Yep. And um, we are going on Matthew's first camping trip in how long, Matthew? I think my last one was either nine or ten years ago. And how was it? It was not great. I mean, What was wrong with it? Um, I know I ended up sleeping in the car, but I don't remember why. I think like it was either too cold in the tent or someone was snoring or it was too, too humid. Or I thought you were going to say it was too human in the tent. (laughs) There were so many humans and (laughs) bears in that tent. Like, did you interview them? That, yeah, they, (laughs) they said they were really tired of people. It's their campground, like. 
They they all worship Smokey. <laughs> anyway, so no, um, we sat down and had a meeting with producer Abby and Smokey the Bear, and uh, or maybe Smokey Bear. I know there's a lot Matthew, of controversy about this. Okay. We sat down and had a meeting with producer Abby about um, what we should do to celebrate the pledge drive this year. And Abby suggested that we go camping as long as she doesn't have to come along. Yeah, we spared this Abby. Is literally what Abby said. Yes. So anyway, uh, we're we're camping. And it, uh, I find it humorous that in this scenario, I am the camping expert Mm -hmm. as uh, I am someone who, well, should we just go down memory lane? Yeah, sure. Let's go down memory lane, Matthew. So, uh, so the last time you went camping, it was too human. It was too, it was way too human. Yes. (laughs) And like, what about camping in your youth? In my youth. So I definitely went on camping trips with my family and I, you know, I remember that setting up the tent was always like a struggle. Um, it took a long time and there were lots of like poles and stuff. Wait, was it more or less of a struggle than setting up our tent today? I think tents have gotten better, although it's definitely similar. Okay. Okay. Um, I know our okay. tent was much smaller than the tent we have today, which a human can literally stand up in. That yeah. was not a feature of the tents of my youth, even when I was a small human. Uh-huh. Um, I know like going to the bathroom, there was always, there was always like a hike to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, like, like. I was never an outdoorsy sort of person. I think I did like camping when I was little. And then there was the fateful sixth grade camping trip. Oh. oh. So, um, I mean, there's there's not much to this story. Like, there were, nobody was eaten by a bear. Uh, it was, it there was just are so that, many bears in this episode. It though. rained the whole time. We didn't have cots. So, like, the, the bottom of the tent got all wet and mucky. And our, my sleeping bag got wet. And my socks got wet. And, like... I, I never wanted to go outside again after that. And then after that trip, did you then not go again until like 10 years ago? Um, I think there was actually a seventh grade camping trip that I did go on, but it was only like two days as opposed to like six days for this rainy one. Wow. And, and six it, days. Yeah. I do remember learning to play horseshoes. That was fun. Why didn't you bring some horseshoes on our trip? I don't own any horseshoes. I guess I should. Let's go find a nearby farm. Let's yeah, and and steal the shoes off a horse. Yeah, I brought. I got. Uh, I got a. Little, I dare you. I have you. a little hammer in my camping kit, and That's it's got all the little need. nail pulley side of it. That's right. Okay, so perfect. We'll tip a horse. We'll. It's usually cows. We're we're breaking new ground. Okay. Uh, you will do the actual shoe extraction because you're the camping expert. Okay. What could go wrong? Nothing. And, um, I'll see you, and I'll see you back here. Okay, wait, Matthew. You wrote on memory lane on the agenda the family campout. Oh, the family. So that was that was the one that was like nine years ago. So this was with Lori's family. Like, okay, Lori, wife of the show, Lori, teenager of the show, Iris, and I, and some of Lori's family members all went camping mm-hmm. in Oregon at a state park. I think. And, I mean, it was fun. We saw bats at night. Bats are cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we we went on like a night hike. Ooh, with bats. Cool. As our special guests. <laughs> did did wife of the show Lori like it? Oh yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Was she one of the humans? She was. Who she made was it one of the human? humans who made the tent too human. Yes, I don't really remember why I ended up in the car. Okay. I think. <laughs> wow. I think just it was a little bit more like a bed. Okay. Okay. Wow. When a car is more like a bed. Than a sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. This sounds this sounds dire. Yeah. So so that's my car backseat memory lane. Okay. Well, um, my parents were apparently big into camping and backpacking before I was born. Oh, okay. But uh, but my mother apparently. But yeah, you ruined all of that. I did because my mother apparently decided 
when I was born that she like she put her foot down and she was not going to go camping until I was out of diapers. Okay. And therefore we didn't go camping until I was in high school. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying, Matthew. I'm just saying that once they got out of the habit, yeah. then they didn't get back into it. But then, Ever. but then they saw Sister Act Two back in the habit, and they were like, "We have to go camping immediately." <laughs> no, I remember. Um, so you know how I used to ride horses, right? Oh yeah. Well, okay. So after, so I don't know. We were in Colorado in the summertime. I was riding horses, and then like on the way home, my parents and I stopped at a campsite, and uh, we we had made plans, uh, and we camped there for like two nights, mm-hmm. and. That was my first time ever camping. I Did was like 17. I don't think we played okay. horseshoes. I should have brought some you horseshoes. Should, you should have brought I some. had so much I mean, I've already learned a lot, which is like when you play horseshoes, you should take them off the horse first. Yes. yes. Ideally. Yes. Anyway, so that was my first camping trip. I was 16. Okay. 15 maybe. Um, anyway, and then I didn't go camping again until uh, like two years ago. Wow. So I may actually have been camping more times than you, unless you, you really made up for it in the last couple years i don't i well we'll see okay so i went camping for the first time in adulthood july 4th of of 2017 and it was me and june and ash and then two other families who we are very good friends with Mm -hmm. and those two families how many bears those two families are like really really good at camping oh they, they have like all the gear they've got all the gear not only do they have all the gear but they've got like the the plastic like storage containers with the snapping on lids with like dedicated camping like kitchen equipment and stuff oh that all like, like clips together and shit no no i mean it's just like <laughs> they have like everything that you you know like they've got a dedicated can opener for camping sure like dedicated spatula for camping like they've got it all all please you need <laughs> Please. A spatula and a can opener. We should have called our show "Dedicated Spatula." I <laughs> we, love that. Okay. If we ever start a show about about like relationships, a things, another thing that we're experts on, yeah. we should call it "Dedicated Spatula." Yeah. Anyway, I was newly divorced, like two months divorced, mm-hmm. six weeks divorced, yep. and I was going through a, a challenging time, also with my work and. Getting there and seeing... Your work being this podcast. Uh, no, actually, like, with my work at Delancey oh, okay. at the time. Um, and... I'm sure I wasn't making things easier. You always make things so hard, Matthew. <laughs> um, but anyway, we got there, and these families were, like, so good at camping. And you just wanted to and, murder them. And, like, not them. only were they good at camping, but, Matthew, they were, like, intact families. And I was undone by it. And I actually like sobbed in the middle of the night in my tent. Oh, no, I, I totally get that. Speaking of murders, can I tell you a story? Yes. We need to, okay, we need to like right now, like make the turn into a true crime podcast. Okay. Because here's what's going on. Wait a minute, hold on. on. Wait, this is a relationship podcast? Matthew, it's this a relationship is the pledge podcast. drive. We need to be it's on, a horse podcast. on message. It's a true crime podcast. It's a bear podcast. <laughs> like It's, a, it's I, an I'm, animal journalism podcast. It's, it's animal, like it's shot through with animal journalism. I just, just, Gestured with such gusto that I knocked over the bug spray. Um, 
<laughs> okay, so so uh, speaking of murders, um, recently uh, uh, my family we went down to Portland for my in-laws' fiftieth wedding anniversary party. Yes, and I had to come back early to work. And uh, so you mean by work you mean go on this camping trip with me? No, I mean I mean work my my shift at the at the online budgeting software company and then uh, okay. go on this camping okay. trip. With okay. You. Um. So I bought my own return bus tickets separately. So Lori's getting out the tickets for the for the Portland trip and pulls out um this this sheet that has three tickets to Portland and two tickets back for Lori and Iris. And I'm like, <laughs> you are the dumbest murderer ever. Like the the <laughs> Cops or whatever private detective are going to solve this in like 10 seconds because mm-hmm. you did the thing mm-hmm. where you didn't buy a return ticket for your husband because you knew yeah. you were going to murder you were him. Bump him off. So, Wait, is, but, that the, is that the bump? Yes, bump, bump, bump knock him, off. him off. No. Bump him off. <laughs> bump him off is correct. <laughs> Not, knock it off is just when you quit doing something. <laughs> okay. I mean, you can knock someone's block off. Anyway, okay. so, so, okay. but apparently I outsmarted her because I am still here. Oh. Bravo. I mean, for we're recording this like a couple weeks ahead of when it airs, so I don't know. You may not still be here. I might not still be here. Yeah, Lori may have won. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, so then we get to the Airbnb in Portland, and there is this, in the bedroom, there is this weird, very heavy metal statue sculpture. Like, there was like a foot tall and weighed like 12 pounds. I'm like, well... I, Here it is. the murder weapon. You're like, <laughs> so long, everybody. And how long did this joke stay funny in your to, relationship? To me, it's still funny. Okay. What about what about to Watzel Lori? Um, Wife of the show, Lori. I don't know. Like, she's had to build up a tolerance for my shtick, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, so, yeah. Okay, so since the fateful 4th of July camping trip of 2017. Oh, right, right. Molly's tearful camping trip. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, basically, I, I decided to to do what I could do when I got home, so that at least I I would have some camping gear if oh, we okay. ever went sure, camping sure. again. I was like, so you, you know, got a special can opener. So I got a special can opener, and I got a dedicated spatula, and that is what I've brought on our trip today. Oh wow! Do you have them like here, like ready to produce? So actually, Matthew, can we, can we post a photo? Actually, I didn't buy a dedicated can opener or a dedicated <sighs> spatula. I just brought my ones from home. I completely thought you were serious. No, no, but I did buy uh, a, a a Coleman six person tent. Oh um, yeah, the tent is amazing. Uh, really Matthew, is. hold on, that is like a rock bottom bargain tent. Can I tell you? I mean, you can. Like that is a very inexpensive tent. Yeah, and no, look at it. That that's that's the cool thing about life in our modern age. One of the only cool things is like cheap stuff is fucking great. That's true. That's true. Okay. Um, should I make this episode as unfunny as the taco salad episode and Let's talk about sweatshops? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so I I got some gear, slowly accumulated some gear, and now I can at least go camping and not cry about uh, feeling completely under-equipped and incompetent. Plus, you brought camping. you brought Cool Ranch Doritos, so I won't cry either. Yeah, yeah, um, you might wind up sleeping in the car though. We'll see. Yeah, we'll I mean, see. I don't have I don't have the key to the car, oh, so I'd have okay. to ask you. I'd wake you up and ask you to let me into the car. Okay, which seems like it would be kind of awkward. Okay, but I hear that um, you like me. Um, <laughs> that you I, like? I do like you. Yeah. I mean, not that way. Is it, um, wait, is, are you trying to start a whole conversation? <laughs> I hear that you like me. Often get up in the in the night to go to the bathroom. Yeah, and I, I think I think I we're gonna have to like do this walk together and maybe record it. 
oh, I don't think we're going to have to get up at the same time. Oh, I figured like whatever time you got up, you would wake me up and say like, you need an escort. No, I was going to just go by myself outside the tent. Like right outside the tent? Yes. Yes. But you have to make sure that you pee in the direction of like um, down, down slope. I'm just going to walk to the bathroom because I'm a civilized person. Why? When there is a perfectly not private grassy area near our tent. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay. Well, anyway, I'll bring the recorder when I go to the bathroom. Okay. Okay. Um, that's, and that's a promise to our listener. <laughs> but Matthew, uh, here's the thing. Yeah. So, you know, part of the reason that we're here on this camping trip is that uh, the show is about to celebrate its 10th anniversary. I don't believe you. We've been doing this show for a decade. I don't know who decided we should be allowed to do this, but when we started doing this it. show, we were baby. I was 30. Yeah. I was also approximately 30. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, um, we are recording this episode right before Matthew's birthday and it's going to air right before my birthday. Yeah. So it's birthday season. It's, it's birthday Milk season Land. and it's also pledge drive season. And it's also camping. Pledge drive season. Now you're talking. Yes. I'm, t- I'm trying to make the subtle transition to the pledge segue drive. That I ruined. Thank you. I stumbled in like a bear stumbling into a campsite. So, Matthew, uh, let's talk about why people should consider subscribing to the show and becoming a monthly donor. Okay. So, we hear from people all the time about what this show means to them. And so, we hear from people who say, like, this show is great on road trips, Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. that they they binged a whole bunch of episodes. We heard from someone who said that uh, this show almost got them fired because they laughed during an important business meeting because (laughs) something reminded them of a joke we made on the show. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, You know, podcasts, like, we we know how our favorite podcasts make us feel, and, like, the fact that that that's us for some of our listeners uh, makes me feel warm and fuzzy on the inside and sometimes on the outside. And I have to say that, like, for me, too, like, what are the chances of starting a podcast and it actually lasts for 10 years? This this has been the best job I've ever had and hopefully will go on for some time. But in order to do that, I mean, <laughs> depending on whether <laughs> depending on whether your wife kills you uh-huh. between now and. I don't know. You can continue doing the show without okay. me. It's okay. fine. Okay. Anyway. You're, you're, as we've established, you are great at vamping. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, anyway, but what I was going to say is... I'm sorry. I misread that. It says you're great at camping. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, jeez. Anyway, what I was going to say is that in order to, to keep doing this show... Um, we have to pay hosting costs. We have to have this equipment that, uh, that we've got. Mm-hmm. We have wonderful producer, Abby, who edits our show, who helps keep us from saying even dumber things than we already say. Yep. She's got the editing knife. Um, we also like, pokes us with, we also we say buy ingredients. Um, we have to buy cool ranch Doritos for this camping trip so yeah. that we can be sitting here doing this. Right. But most important, like, there are so many things that have changed in the 10 years that we started this show, mm-hmm. but some things that have not changed at all uh, are that we are, there is nothing corporate about our show. We are not part of any podcast network. We are not spot, we, you know, we have uh, advertisers, but we are not owned by any company. Mm-hmm. This is absolutely, completely independent comedy and 
animal journalism. <laughs> and, and we should say, too, that we have really chosen to keep it that way. Yeah, we've had offers. Yeah. Wow, Matthew, now you're just showing off. <laughs> no, but we have chosen to keep it independent because really, um, I think part of what has also been like such a pleasure about doing this show is the ways that we've been able to change and and really make it continually, I hope. I really thought you were going to say change and grow and then I was oh, going to quit. Yes, change and grow <laughs> together and separately. And you can tell me that you like me. <laughs> no, and- I think what I told you was that you like me. <laughs> I've made an executive decision. No, but what I was going to say is that, you know, I think the show started out as kind of a... A lark. It started out as a food podcast that was funny. And then as we got going, we were like, you know what? What we love about this show is making each other laugh and hopefully making our listeners laugh. And this became a comedy show about food. It's a show where you might learn something by accident. Yes. And I love that we have been able to, to let the show evolve like that. And we couldn't do that unless we were an independent podcast. Yeah, there are there are lots of other great shows out there that really do a serious job of reporting on food, and those shows are awesome, and we listen to them too, and mm-hmm. we're a compliment to those shows. Yes, yes. So anyway, here's the deal. You can sign up to become a uh, subscriber, also known as like a monthly donor, by yeah. going to our website. It's spilledmilkpodcast.com slash donate. That's right. And Matthew, would you tell them what they can get? Yeah. So this, you know, you should do this out of the goodness of your heart because it feels great to support an independent podcast that you probably like or you wouldn't have listened this far. But there's more to it than that, of course. At the $5 level, you get, first of all, that's the little limber twig level. These are all named after apples or soybeans. Uh, At the Little Limber Twig $5 a month level, you get a postcard handwritten by us Mm -hmm. and sent to your home. Not hand-delivered by us, but delivered. Sent to any mailing address you give us. I mean, if you don't give us your home address, we'll find it. It's what I'm saying. <laughs> Yikes. Well, we, I mean, we we are great. This is a private investigative podcast. <laughs> that's that's a normal phrase that people say. <laughs> um, we're we're looking into some cases and we're about to make some big breakthroughs, but first we're going to have to like like sit in our car and talk really quietly with our producer <laughs> before interviewing someone or something. I've listened to a show like that once or twice. Um level, you get the postcard, but there's more. You also get on our mailing list, which is uh, approximately once a month, Mm -hmm. uh, written by me. They're really funny. Um, And uh, it's only for subscribers, and it's about, like, what's going on with the show, what episodes are coming up. You you hear first before (laughs) you hear first before other people, I guess. Um, and uh, and we, also bonus episodes. Yes. Oh, the other thing I was going to say, we recommend some things that we're into, like Molly and Abby and I all talk about like an album that we're into or a show we're watching, like uh, because because you don't have enough people telling you what to watch <laughs> and listen to already. And you get those bonus episodes. So uh, tell them about some of the bonus episodes we've done already because we do them twice a year. Mm-hmm. But if you if you subscribe now, you get access to all of the previous ones. And yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. Ten hours of extra spilled milk. Okay, at this Matthew, point. you're gonna have to help me with this, but I'm pretty sure. Okay, so we did. I didn't print we, out the list either. We did one where we listened to we watched singles and then we talked about it. Yep, the movie Singles, yep. 1992, which we reference all the time. Yep. So if you don't know what we're talking about, become a subscriber yep. and then we'll tell you all about it. You know, you could just watch the movie, but no. this is a better way to do it. Um, we've also done one where we went to a nude beach. 
Yes, and mm-hmm. uh, brought our recorder. Mm-hmm. In which, fact, Matthew, it was, um, I believe it was this time of year, in fact. Yeah, was that like two years ago? I think it was two yeah. years ago. Yeah, so we're on our annual uncomfortable trip together. Yep, so that was our. That was definitely our nakedest episode. Yeah. We uh, also did one, didn't we do one on flavored condoms and lube? We tasted flavored condoms and lube. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we did one on hot fudge. I remember that. Uh, we, We've got one coming up, Matthew. We've done at least one Q&A. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have. We're gonna do. We're gonna taste edible underwear. Yeah, or if, if it still exists, like body paint. We haven't determined yet. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yes, yeah, so you get all of that at the five dollar a month level, and of course, this show always stays free. Oh yeah, yeah. This show is. Ne- it's never going to cost money to listen to this show. So, um, FYI, and that's because our subscribers make that possible. Now, you might think, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to do my best. Like, wait, could there be more infomercial person? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, like. The mailing list, the bonus episodes, the postcards. What else could we even oh, offer? Could there people? be more? There's more. At the ten dollar level, that's the Magnum Bonum level. Uh-huh. You get all of that. Oh, plus gosh. your choice of a spilled milk T-shirt, mug, or tote bag. What? And we redesigned those a couple of years ago with mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of our favorite uh, closing jokes from the show, mm-hmm. and uh, they're pretty great. I've got the tote bag myself. I also have the tote bag and the mug. And uh, teenager of the show, Iris, wears the T-shirt pretty often. Awesome. So, Matthew, what do they get at the $20 level? At the $20 level, you get the mailing Hold list. on, hold on. The $20, oh. the $20 level is called Glycine Max. Yes. Which is named after soybeans. It's named after soybeans. Yes. That's the Latin name of soybeans. Okay. Uh, you get, and also apparently it was like a punk rock band at I one point. it was lima beans. It's soybeans. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, you get... Wow, that really threw me off. Okay. Oh, well, now, is it lima beans? I also just do. Hit, I know anything about beans I also anymore? Just hit my elbow. Oh, I'm sorry. On a storage container filled with non-dedicated spatulas and oh, can openers. Oh no! Did you damage your only spatula, which you had to bring camping I with you? Damaged one of my two elbows. Oh no! Okay, go on. You sort of brought a special camping elbow. Okay. Um, okay. So uh, at the twenty dollars level, where were we? <laughs> You get tw- you get all the things you get, you all get the things, at the things, including other a snack box hand picked and sent to your home or mailing address. <laughs> it's a one time thing that we send out in fall. Mm-hmm. You don't get a box every year; you just get one when you sign up. But it's totally worth it because it includes some of our favorite. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Can, can I say our yeah, very favorite yeah, thing? Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Walter's Mandler candy bar always includes Walter's Mandler, mm-hmm. which is. A Norwegian chocolate almond bar, mm-hmm. and it's it's gener- generally unavailable mm-hmm. outside of Norway and possibly other parts of Scandinavia. We also, it's going to be in your box. We also usually include some Japanese gummies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else have we included? We went gummy crazy that time we went to Japan. Yeah, we'll probably do it again when we go to Japan soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll go gummy crazy again. Yeah. It's, of course. It's a it's a seasonal disorder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that is everything, I think. Unless we, unless you decide to introduce like a, a, a five thousand dollar level at mm-hmm. some point, where mm-hmm. you know we give you a car and we deli- we like drive it to your house, yeah, and then do a bikini car wash. But you know, Matthew, you did leave out the most important thing that people get, which um, which you know I hear they also get from I don't, I don't know what you're gonna say. from being donors to other podcasts. But 
but they get a warm, fuzzy feeling. And I think the warm, fuzzy feeling that they get from spilled milk is, is maybe the warmest and fuzziest. That's true. And I'm going like, to investigate it with my animal journalism and find out if it is the warmest, <laughs> fuzziest well, feeling. Well, I mean, start with the Guinness book and, like, look, <laughs> look up warm, look at the fuzzy index feelings? for warm, warmest, fuzziest feeling. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think it's probably when animal from the Muppets gives you a, a big hug. I wonder if that's what happened in the tent. You got too many warm, fuzzy feelings. It was too human and you had to leave. I I think so. I think that may be what happened. Yeah, like we're, we're recording this at, at the actual campsite. Our neighbors are cheering, in fact. I think they're going to become Glycine Max subscribers. I think maybe yeah. in their hearts. They yeah. already have. Yeah. They've been overhearing our podcast and they are ready to subscribe and or ask us to shut So, up. Matthew, do you want to tell them again how to uh, how to do this? Here's how, to how you up? do this. You go to SpilledMilkPodcast.com slash donate. All you need is a uh, major credit or debit card, or you can also sign up using a uh, U.S. bank account if you mm. don't want to use your debit card. Works great either way. Uh, we will send you the stuff anywhere in the world, no additional charge. Seriously, yep. anywhere in the world. Yep. And uh, thanks for listening. Thank you. It's been uh, it's been an amazing almost 10 years, and uh, we're so happy that you're helping us keep it rolling. How many fires would you say you've built in your life? Is it the first? It's the first. Because I think the answer for me is zero, but this looks very impressive. Well, but so far we're just burning paper. It does look like we've got some wood burning here. Yeah, I, th I think I see that too, but definitely keep reaching into the fire because <laughs> every time I'm sure you're going to burst into flames and, I'm, and <laughs> keeps things exciting. And then you're going to have to drive me to the ER. Yeah, and I don't have a driver's license. I don't know where the ER is. You love to drive. I think I would just have to, like, treat you on site. I mean, we, those cots are like stretchers. I think this is going to work. I'm not sure. I can't decide if it's getting hot enough. Well, I'm, I'm a big believer in fire. <laughs> so. <laughs> I love your belief in my ability to make fire. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's let's bring the listeners up to date. Okay. We're sitting around okay. an actual campfire. Wait, that... should we tell them that we went hiking? We went hiking. We joined the Devil's Club. When, I think we narrowly avoided joining the Devil's Club. Oh, you have a bug on your uh, left lapel area. Mm, he's very persistent. Now he's on your arm. Cool. Oh, That's a pretty goes. cool bug. It is a pretty cool bug. Anyway, we went hiking. I introduced Matthew uh, <laughs> to the devil, <laughs> to, a, to plant, your friend. a plant called the Devil's Club. And we thought about joining the Devil's Club, but we didn't. We'll post a link to that plant. Okay. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, we hiked up a trail toward a lake. We didn't get to the lake because mm -hmm. it we was We had too to get far. home and, and make dinner. Yes. And it, by home, I mean... The campsite. The campsite. We, uh, we met the, the camp director no camp, camp host camp host mm -hmm. uh, who explained to us that the camp we're at campground we're at is called uh, Verlot not mm -hmm. Verlo like I was pronouncing it Matthew thought that Verlo was was uh, like short for very quaffable Merlot yes yeah. Anyway, it's Verlot. Okay. I thought we weren't going to disclose it, Matthew. Why? What if this campsite is overrun with our fans like <laughs> like two weeks from now when we're not here anymore? Um, 
then I mean I guess like everyone's gonna have a pretty chill time hanging out by the by the South Fork Stillaguamish River and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we should tell them that we went in the river and that was pretty nice. Yeah, we should definitely brag about how we went in a river. We went in the we went in the river. Um, we went for a hike. So okay, so we built a fire, and it turns out building a fire is not as easy as you might think. Like it's easy to accidentally set a fire, but when you want to do it on purpose, like <laughs> like. Yeah. It just doesn't always come together. But then eventually it did. Well, there are two methods that I know. One is the TP method. Where you use toilet paper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, it's like a TP shape. Yes, that's like the classic. Like if you ask a kid to draw a campfire, exactly. that's the one they'll draw. Exactly. Or there's the log cabin. And I am constantly asking kids to draw campfires. And in my uh, on my last camping trip, we had some trouble with the TP shape. <laughs> you had trouble with the TP? <laughs> we had trouble with the toilet paper and we had to go home. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we had trouble with the TP the shaped log arrangement and my friend Natalie came along and she um, she told us to do a log cabin arrangement which is what I did today and I have to say I don't think it worked that well but I, I don't think that's Natalie's fault. I think it's Maybe that we didn't have enough tinder and kindling. The way you're saying that does kind of sound like like you think it's Natalie's Natalie's fault. fault. Yeah. I think if I had done the TP method, it would have been (laughs) fine. That's what I'm saying. Um, But, I mean, we we successfully, we we grilled some hot dogs on the fire grate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We sort of cooked some corn. Sort of. Yeah. Uh, It was at least. It was warm. It was was up to 40% cooked. (laughs) Um, And Matthew has had an entire beer. And I have to had a whole beer. It was it was a <laughs> <laughs> it was P F R I E M Pilsner, <laughs> um, and uh, we're gonna make some s'mores now. Uh-huh. Molly has brought dark seventy percent dark chocolate for s'mores, which I think is kind of heretical, but it's exactly what you would expect of someone who's friends with the devil. No, but he, yeah. I didn't join his club today. No, but here's the thing. So I have a lot of Hershey's chocolate at home in my camping gear. I got to say, though, a friend of the devil is a friend of mine. Did I mention I brought my acoustic guitar? (laughs) (laughs) Nice one. I see what you you did there. So anyway, the last time I had a Hershey's s'more, which was like a couple weeks ago, Mm I was like, this just is so sweet. Like, so sweet, I, like, couldn't even, like, sort of distinguish the flavor of the chocolate from the marshmallow. All right. So, so I thought, you know, like, I've got all this Hershey's, but I'm not going to bring it. And instead, I'm going to get lint 70%. Okay. And we'll, we'll see. Um, I mean, we did do a s'mores episode, and I can't remember what we concluded. It's I, and there's no way episode, to find out. So it's no, okay. <laughs> that episode is in distant history. We're never going to hear it again. We have no way to access it. So, especially not out here where we have no cell reception. Right. So it's yeah. uh, it's not quite dark yet. So I don't. I think it's probably too early for ghost stories. But I'm I'm hoping you will tell me and the listeners the boneless hands later. <laughs> okay. I think you could probably tell it. I th- I think we have never come close to determining what the plot of the boneless hands is. <laughs> Maybe tonight will be the night. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so is there anything else that we need to report, Matthew? Um, well, I mean, first of all, um, we uh, we recorded a bunch of ads, not for this episode, but for future episodes. And then we used the paper from the ads to start the fire, which <laughs> yeah. was pretty cool, I think. I'm pretty, pretty sure, resourceful. I'm pretty sure that our advertisers did not sanction that. Well, you know how, like, in, in Chinese culture, like, you burn fake money and it, like, goes up to heaven to provide oh, yes. you, like, abundance in heaven? Yes! 
I think, I think we <laughs> I think sent exactly a bunch of ads did. to heaven. <laughs> and so do they bring us real ads? Um, well, I think now people in heaven have like bowl and branch sheets. Because like the sheets in heaven before this they also, were real scratchy. They also have Lara bars. I think I don't understand the concept of heaven whatsoever. <laughs> Um, so yes. Oh, and the other, I, I, uh, I asked Molly, like, what are the best acoustic guitar songs? And Molly immediately said more than words. And that was the end of her list. So we, um, I printed out the chords for more than words and we're going to attempt to play that and, uh, maybe share a little of that too. I think first I'm going to have another beer. So we'll definitely check back in you with, we'll check check back in you Yikes. Mm. <laughs> Did I mention I also had a firm? <laughs> um, we will we will check back up you um, <laughs> in a little while and uh, with some with some romantic music and uh, and a scary ghost story. Okay, so we're in the tent. We're in the tent. Uh, where Our neighbors we're on are, are playing Green Day's Dookie. Yep. That I was just like you. Now I think I'm sick and I want to go. Yep. Oh, it's time for me to, to put on my pajamas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to turn around. Okay. Um, yes, we, we, uh, we made s'mores. First of all, we had to liberate a stick from a tree that want that believed was it imprisoned there well i mean liberate in the sense of steel um (laughs) we had to lift a stick (laughs) um so first you did some weight training first i did some weight training um and uh, anyway so molly molly said why don't you just break we needed a stick for our, our marshmallows and molly said why don't you just break a stick off of that tree over there and i said like this is the first time I've been camping in 10 years and like, I'm going to, they're going to like yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure park arrest like me. Break off a stick, but we needed like, we needed wood that wasn't like super dry and that wouldn't just catch fire immediately. So what are you supposed to do um, when you don't have one of those like metal, like s'more, s'more pokers? I think, I think Molly vastly overestimates the extent to which a dry marshmallow stick will burst into flames before your marshmallow is cooked. That might be right. Uh, but anyway, so we did make s'mores. Um, Molly brought 70% lint chocolate, um, <laughs> which is cho- chocolate made of 30% cocoa mass and 70% lint. <laughs> it was f- <laughs> fluffy but good. So, yeah, so I think we're going to go to sleep now, but we'll check back in with you in, in the morning. Our neighbors are still listening to Green Day Dookie. Which uh, which I think is like a great lullaby. It is. I don't think I've ever tried to fall asleep to it before, but I'm going to now. Yeah. Okay. Good night, everyone. See you in the morning. Good night. Oh, wait. You know something cool we did? We put we had to put our fire out before bed, and so we like poured a bunch of water on the fire, and it was like hissing and sizzling. <laughs> yes. And then we're out here with no cell service, so then we were trying to remember who sang the song "Some Like It Hot" because we couldn't stop singing that <laughs> as we were putting the fire out, and we still don't know. But it's probably it's either Robert Palmer or the Power Station or someone else that's not one of those things. I think at least thirteen percent of what we've just recorded will be usable. 12. Good night.
I don't have manly man hands. My <laughs> hands are probably the same size as yours. Uh, They're very ex- slightly bigger. Okay. Um, <clears throat> all okay. right. Well, we're, now we're that comparing we've hands <laughs> like friends do. <laughs> we just touched. It was really intimate. Remember last night when we reached across the five foot <laughs> gap between our cots and, yeah, and we, <laughs> to we, see if we could touch. Yeah, and then it was then you awkwardly pulled your handbag really fast, <laughs> like like I was singed. But part of what I was thinking was your fingers were really soft. They were so soft. Yeah. I, like, like you've never done a day of work in your life. <laughs> that's, first of all, that's correct. I think you, that I have more calluses than you can do. Can you describe my technique for gathering uh, tinder for the fire? Oh, God. So I was like, Matthew, we need to gather some like little dry twigs and pine cones and stuff. And you would bring back one stick at a time. One stick. And sometimes a little baby pine cone. A one pine cone. Uh-huh. But then, then I, it was too cute and I couldn't burn it. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. But Matthew, we, we successfully you, got a fire going twice. Once you, yesterday and once today. Could you poke the fire with the fire stick a little bit? We found is, a, we found is this a, one the fire stick? Yeah. We found a stick that really looks very driftwoody. Um, what am I doing here? Okay. Could just give me the, give me the thing. Give it. Okay. So, oh, you want to get more wood into the into get, the hot part yeah, of the fire. Get more wood. This into is the hot this must part. be riveting for the listeners. Um. Anyway, we'll post a picture of a fire. But anyway, um, we found a stick by the fire, um, that kind of had this like driftwoody appearance to it, and mm-hmm. and I named it the fire stick. And it was thanks it's, thanks Amazon for and, sponsoring this episode. And thanks to the fire stick, we were able to get the fire started both days. Yeah, no, this turns out to be the best way to start a fire is to have something a stick that's already on fire and just stick it into the thing you want to burn. Yes. Why? Why? I mean, this is probably like a technique. Anyway, um, so Matthew, let's... it's like it's like it, the fire stick can stream your fire to multiple devices. Let's talk about. Uh, should we talk about like food or beverages or anything that we usually talk about on this show? Um, well, I mean, we we're calling this the camping episode, not necessarily the camping food episode, because I don't really have any camping food memories. Basically, what I remember eating when camping is like the stuff we had for breakfast this morning, only not as good. What do you remember from like your sixth grade camping trip, food wise? Like, oh, what would geez. you guys eat? Did, would you make like? Um, well, what used to be called hobo packs, like foil packs with potatoes and... That's right. And they're no longer called hobo packs. Um, <laughs> I no, know. we didn't what do that. What do they that. call that? Just, do you call them like potato packs, foil I think, packs? I think you call them um, en papillote. <laughs> like, uh, what, what would you put in them? Whatever that is, that would be en papillote. I think i put halibut. Yep. Yeah. How do you say that halib- in French? Alibut. Alibut en I, papillote. I don't know how you say halibut yeah, it's in probably French. alibut. Yeah. <laughs> Um, No, I don't think we did that. Like, you know... um, Oh, farewell fire stick. It's really going now. Burgers, like uh, probably some kind of stew or beans. And would they be the burgers that you buy frozen and they come in like a cylinder with piece of paper between? Those 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 were most of the burgers when I was a kid. Those are so satisfying to like take out of the sleeve. Oh, and like split apart, that feeling when when you... Split two patties of yes. paper. Yes. Oh my God! What a feeling. Yes. No, I, feeling. I mentioned that's that... what that Boston song's about. More than a feeling. Yes. Oh, I thought you meant. Uh, I, th- I thought you were doing the Irene Cara song from Flashdance. Oh, which we still haven't watched. We oh, should. God, yeah. Well, on our next corporate retreat, maybe instead of erotic thrillers, we'll do like '80s dance movies. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think Flashdance is is probably pretty erotic. Well, with all the flashing and the dancing. <laughs> 
there's a lot of sweating uh-huh. and like I think there's some welding. Oh, there's definitely welding. There's yeah, there's a lot of sweaty maybe welding. T- maybe two bodies get welded together <laughs> with with just like juices. <laughs> All right, this good show's canceled. <laughs> anyway, so um, Matthew, do you want to say anything more about sleeping in a in a oh, tent? Oh God! So so last night. I mean, <clears throat> you you heard us you heard us saying good night last night, right? Because <laughs> we recorded in the tent. I think yeah. it's all very hazy now because I slept for like forty seven minutes. <laughs> um, I, but I I like listened to every single podcast that was on my phone. I, I, um, uh, go on. Uh, yeah, like I I went to bed last night thinking, hey, camping's not so bad, and then uh, it got very cold, and uh, and like. I every time I moved, like the cot squeaked, and I afraid, was afraid that I was disturbing you. No, 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 no. And I had told Matthew to bring layers, and so what he brought was like one sweatshirt. Yeah. Meanwhile, I brought like a fleece, a down vest, and and my sleeping bag. Okay, my sleeping bag. Another shout out for like cheap but solid camping equipment. Mm-hmm. My sleeping bag costs like thirty seven dollars. It's one of those ones that is um, lined with plaid flannel. Oh, nice. And Matthew, it is so warm. It's, it's like, also so bulky. Like, it, you know, you definitely need a large car to carry around even one of them. Okay. But, um, oh my God, it's a great sleeping bag. Yeah, my sleeping bag didn't do a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So uh, so basically, I should have, like, woken woken you up and asked if I could, like, climb in <laughs> with you. <laughs> yeah. I, I did that once. Um, you did? Not, not, not to you. You would probably remember that. <laughs> um, uh, it was on a, uh, like college camping trip we went to joshua tree oh this sounds hot and camped out like, on a rock at joshua tree but no it, it, it's the desert Wait a minute, so matthew you said you hadn't gone camping s- s- well that college was a very long time ago that's true i think you i think you forget that it's like by the time people hear this i will be 44 oh so, god so this uh, was college like was half 1994 your life ago. Maybe? okay go on go on um maybe 93 um and uh, which is technically more than ten years ago. When you guys camped at Joshua Tree, did you listen to the Joshua Tree? Yes, of course. Like on the oh, way. God, you have to listen to the Joshua Tree driving to Joshua Tree. Yes, I put I, I memorialized all of this in a scene in my book, Our Secret Better Lives, available wherever books are sold. Ah, oh, that's right. Um, and there's a lot of like like romantic tension in that scene that, that I really enjoy. That spoiler alert never pays off. Oh, God. <laughs> um, um, and uh, we and we didn't have tents or anything. We just like camped out on rocks. And it's the desert, so it gets fucking cold at night. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this because I was stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and so like two a.m. Uh, I felt like I might actually get hypothermia and die. And so and so the girl sleeping next to me, I said, "Can we like zip our sleeping bags together for warmth?" And she's like, "Sure." Can we can we mail merge? Can we? <laughs> Well, I was going to say, can we merge? And then I was like, oh, no, but mail merge. When's the last time you mail merged? I've never mail merged. I've I've mail merged once or twice. Do you mail merge like if you're using Outlook or? If you're using Word and you need to send a bunch of letters to people and and like have it put in their names and addresses automatically. Yeah. But like people who know how to mail merge, I feel like need to respect because every time I've tried to do it, it's like such a slog. Oh, man. I wonder if anybody's running on that as like a platform point in the 2020 elections. What would the what's the like, point exactly? I can mail, I can merge. mail merge. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I bet I bet Joe Biden can mail merge because like it's a thing you a, don't have to do yeah, anymore he's because of the mail now we have email. Yeah. So, but still, like 
You know, if, if someone was telling us uh, like a war story from the old days, yes. and like, then I, you know, then I had we to had to mail, mail merge, merge every day. Like one time I had to mail merge 1,000 addresses. Like I would vote for them well, regardless and- <laughs> of their other policies. Uh, anyway, so you were in Joshua Tree and you mail merged there's, with the girl no, next again, to you. Once, once again, the romantic tension here does not pay off. Okay. All right. Matthew, let's talk about any vermin we've encountered on this trip. Did we? I, you know, I feel like, so I was a little bit worried because Other I, than me. So we are camping right along the South Fork, Stillaguamish uh, River. River. And I was a little bit worried that especially if the river was, you know, really low as it is at this time of year and moving slowly as it is at this time of year. Oh, it would attract we would have a lot of like mosquitoes or, you know, that there would be like a low hum over the water. Oh, yeah. Um, But they're really, I mean, we are camping like six feet off the water, up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And there are not a lot of bugs. No, there are a lot of ducks. I went down to the water before you woke up this morning and there were more ducks just kind of gliding past. You and your ducks. I love ducks. I know you really do. I I love your love for ducks. Um, what about? Uh, let's see. What other things? You know, I was recently visiting my family on the East Coast, and um, they live in the D.C. area. Mm-hmm. And my brother was saying that they were going camping on Assateague <laughs> later this. Which I think uh, it and- should camp sober personally. <laughs> they are going into the the novel into the fictional world of Marguerite Henry. Okay. Do you, do you remember? I don't know what that is at Misty all. Misty of Chincoteague? Oh, okay. I, I'm familiar with that Chincoteague title. and Assateague. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway. Are these real places? These are real places. Okay. And there are wild ponies on are Assateague. Are the Durbervilles a real place? Oh, my God. Yes, and there's someone there named Tess. Okay. Anyway. All right. You get an A. <laughs> you passed the AP English exam. Thank you. Congratulations. I haven't read... Uh, test of the fucking read anything. Have you? <laughs> no. Um, anyway, so my brother is, he and his family go camping on Assateague. And anyway, the vermin, I, how big can an animal be before it's no longer called vermin and called like just a menace? Like, like well, okay, so like I, if you describe deer as vermin, that, that doesn't seem quite right. But right? like a possum, a raccoon. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it has to be like like below the height of a human knee. Yeah. And like vermin like like means like worm-like things, right? I don't know. Oh, well, because it seems like, like it would because ver. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Wait, so, so like if it's higher than your knee, it's no longer vermin? Like yeah, so dingoes. What... Are dingoes vermin? So, <laughs> what are you... <laughs> so what do we call like bear? I think I just raised the stakes on this story because if there isn't there are, if there if isn't there a dingo dingoes. attack, it's not going to be very. Okay, impressive. so wait, hold on. What do we call like bears, deer? I think menace is a great word. Okay, menaces. Okay, so I think, I think bears when and deer are, when are two menaces. People who are camping on Assateague, as some of our listeners who've no doubt camped mm-hmm. on Assateague are going to know, you have to be careful because the ponies will <sighs> raid your campsite. The wild ponies, wild that, horses, there that will, would be the cutest most menacing thing i know right um anyway you have to you know hang your food up high and all the things lock it all lock it all up like i'd be watching these ponies just decimate my camp and saying my god friendship is magic (laughs) nice one thanks um let's see here so matthew um oh that's the whole story just that that you have to be careful but were they attacked by ponies Oh, you wake up and the ponies are like in your campsite. So why, <laughs> why, why do you do this voluntarily? We, oh we talked about this. Oh my god, on the what could be episode. more magical? 
Then like going camping. So Matthew, okay, hold on. I want to watch. Hold on. I mean, I would watch a video of someone being attacked by ponies. Did you not wake up this morning and come out here? Well, you, I know you came out and you were freezing to death. It was very cold. It was very cold. But now that we're sitting here listening to some like Blink-182 mm-hmm. or something yeah. from like a nearby campsite. Yep. Yes. Like if you can, if you can, over, if you can overhear that, probably we'll have to take this episode down for copyright issues. Um, anyway, we're sitting here by our fire. Um, or just get permission both, from Travis Barker. We're both wearing our, our pajamas and we just ate delicious eggs and bacon and uh, uh, summer fruit and we're drinking hot beverages by a fire. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Is this not once pretty the fire, okay? Once you got the fire going, things kind of turned around for me. Okay, okay. And I enjoyed making breakfast very much. Well, so, um, Matthew, I think that you have a future in camping. Probably I not. But disagree. May- but maybe with me. Like, if I could be the pony and and just, like, raid Rape. someone's camp and then leave with the good stuff, I would so be what, up for that. what would you raid the camp for? Um, what elements of camping would you would you... Well, I mean, throw we on, talked on about your like, and I, think, I, I don't think we ended up doing it. That we uh, we should bring some porno mags to distribute in the woods I for love future that you generations. You just call them porno mags. You <laughs> what make, what it's, else would you call it's them? It's like you pulled the phrase out of like a, a song, and now you just <laughs> keep using it. Your your mom took away your best porno mag. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's it is a thing that still exists. Well, yet, I know, but but you could just say like some like playboys, some or, playboys, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, some, I, some penthouses. I would bring some some Playboys, some, uh, and I would party with them. Mm-hmm. Some penthouse forums. If you're if you're more of a literary type, <laughs> I never I never thought this would happen to me. <laughs> Pony attack. Um, oh, um, and uh, I I did I did like pee in a in a uh, patch of weeds last night because you said it was not necessary to go all the way to the bathroom when I needed to get up and pee. Yeah. I mean, pooping, on the other hand, like, you know, there are all sorts, I of, I gone all sorts all of regulations around pooping, how, d- how deep you've got to dig a hole, how far you've got to be from, like, water, et cetera. Yeah. I mean, there is a bathroom, like, 100 yards away. Yeah. But yeah. but so I got up and, like, I didn't have my headlamp or anything because I didn't want to disturb people. Oh, my and God. You didn't put your headlamp on? No. I was I was going, like... 10 feet away from the tent. Oh my God. I put my headlamp on. I just didn't turn it on till I got outside the tent. Well, you're, you're a seasoned camper and did I'm not. You, did you see me? No. No, but did you notice me get up with my headlamp? I don't think so. Okay. See, Matthew, point made. You could have put on your headlamp because I did. You could have put on your headlamp. You would not have disturbed me. I put on my headlamp and I did not disturb you. Okay. Anyway, so because I couldn't see anything, I was sure that I was like inadvertently peeing on someone's tent, but I don't think that that happened. No, I think you were peeing on some weeds. Good. Take that, weeds. Um, We also played, hey, we played cards last night. Oh, this sounds like the start of an amazing story. (laughs) Um, all right. <laughs> um, you also put on the agenda craft projects for kids, question mark. I think the answer to that question is nope. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think maybe that's it for, for the camping episode. Oh, so breakfast. So um, I, I did enjoy using the camp stove. It lights very, I, I was afraid it was going to be one of those things where you keep pushing the button and nothing happens. Maybe after this we'll get sponsored by some sort of outdoor company. and Coleman, Patagonia. Camp Chef. Camp Chef. Yeah. Uh, REI. Maybe we'll be sponsored by a band of wild ponies. Probably. Maybe we'll be sponsored by a band of horses. Hey, maybe our next corporate retreat should be on Assateague. 
it'll be definitely be on something. <laughs> okay. So um, is there anything else we need to say about the pledge drive? I mean, Matthew, if it weren't for this show, we I could have never gotten you to go camping. That is 100% true. Yeah, like you, if you say like it's for the show and maybe we'll get a good episode out of it, you could probably convince me to do anything. What do you think is next? Uh, camping on acetate. Rock, rock climbing? No. Um, like what, what are other things I would never do? Like go on a cruise? I would do that for could, the show. We, I would do that for the show too, especially if it was a very short cruise. Maybe we can get sponsored by a, by a cruise. But anyway, no, but seriously, Matthew, I think this is, I think we should get a little sappy here. Okay, let's are do you, it. Are you, you first. I mean, there, you said you were covered with sap this morning. I was actually. I got a bunch of sap on me trying to gather tinder and kindling because you were picking it up pine cone at a time. Well, I was I was trying to avoid getting getting sapped. Getting sappy. Yeah, I was trying to avoid getting sappy. Um, yes, uh, we love doing this show. I can't, I can't imagine ever not doing it. It's it's like it's become it's like really kind of sneaked up on us. Like it, yeah. it, it is. Yeah. I mean, it, it is like a highlight of my life, Matthew. Oh, me too. So oh, I guess God. what we're saying is like you, you even if you, if you don't subscribe, you can't make us stop. But please do subscribe. Go to spillmilkpodcast.com slash donate right now. And you can become a little limber twig, a magnum bonum or even a glycine max. Woo. Super member. The possibilities are endless. I don't think we said Magnum Bonum sustaining member. That's the oh, that's, that's the, the full category. title. Yeah, the full title. Yeah, and you'll you'll definitely want to go by your full title. Yeah, <laughs> you'll, you'll want to get new business cards printed up ASAP. <laughs> anyway, um, our producer, as always, is Abby Circatella, and uh, you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com and on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/spilledmilkpodcast. Tell us what you like to eat when you go camping, because we have no ideas. Uh, is there anything else that we need to say? Um, I don't think so. Okay, great. If you'd like to become a subscriber and uh, support the show with your money. <laughs> no? Wow. <laughs> so no, please let's subs- try it again. Please subscribe. SpilledMilkPodcast.com slash donate. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at SpilledMilkPodcast, where we will post some photos from our camping trip. We haven't been live Instagramming it because we have no data it's great. It's it is kind of great. I I'm really afraid of like what we're going to learn happened <laughs> when we get back. No, no, nothing, nothing can break my stride now. Okay, nobody's nothing. gonna hold me down or back or oh no, I've up got or down to keep on moving. Yep. Um, and until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, the show that uh, welds itself to you. And won't let go. Like a mail merge. Like like the, the show that mail merges itself <laughs> to your ears. <laughs> I'm Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amsterberg. Twist. <laughs> like, like if you hear like a... <laughs> you're doing it right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.